<laughs> Lovely now. We all have an ego. Yes, you might say that some people have a bigger ego than others, or we say, oh, that person has a really inflated sense of ego. The reality is, unless you are a fully enlightened being, you have an ego too. The ego isn't this big, monstrous thing. Not at all. The ego gets a really bad rap. It's made to think that it's the one that's cruising around and is really arrogant and really cocky. And so people who feel like they're not very confident don't seem to think that they have very much of an ego. It's simply not true. The ego exists in all of us. It is our combination of, of the beliefs that we haven't had in our life and the voices that are in our head. As a result of everything that you've done up until now in your life, a personality has emerged inside of you. And these voices in our head is the ego. The ego is a very useful thing in our lives. The ego allows us to drive, allows us to get dressed, allows us to know when to eat our food and how to go about cooking it, perhaps. The ego is a very practical-minded being. Most people don't know they have an ego because, well, you're consumed within it. Most of us don't hear the voices that are in our heads because we feel like we are the voices that are inside our head. It's really useful to be able to understand the role of the ego within our lives because then it stops controlling us. Those voices in our head that perhaps tell us that we're shitty. Perhaps they tell us that we're not worthy. Perhaps they're just not nice to us in general. Those voices are your ego talking. And yeah, contrary to popular belief, the ego isn't just the one that's arrogant. It isn't just that cocky one that I referred to earlier. The ego is full of fear. And let me tell you why. The ego's sole purpose is to keep us safe. Safe. Back in the day, the ego served the most beautiful purpose. Because when we were cave around and there were woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers that might attack us. The ego was that fight and fear response that said, stop or go or freeze. When a woolly mammoth came along the way, the ego was the thing that told us that perhaps we were in danger and it allowed us to go into a space where we took different actions and made a different decision. Fast forward however many since we've lived in that kind of day and age. And the ego, or the reptilian part of our brain, is still active. It's still there, providing for us. It's still there, doing its best to protect us. You'll notice it the most, perhaps when you're walking home alone at night. Somewhere in that time, and you might walk along and you see a group of people across the road that you feel a little uncomfortable about. So instead of going down that dark alley towards them, you take the long way home, or you make a phone call, or you just stop and wait for a taxi instead. The ego is there to protect us. And in those moments, in those dark moments, we want the ego there. 
Ego is really useful at keeping us safe. Here's the clincher. So very often in this modern world that I'm so privileged to live in and many of you that are watching do live in, we don't have danger at every single watch. We don't have predators on a regular basis trying to kill us or harm us. What we do have is regular everyday life. But the ego doesn't go away all that quickly. Just because that external threat isn't there anymore does not mean that the ego is all of a sudden disappeared. It's taken a long evolution for the ego to develop to what it is today and what it was then. So it's really important that we understand that the ego is still playing out the role. Instead of a saber-toothed tiger, it's failure. Instead of that woolly mammoth, it's not feeling Instead of maybe getting hit over the head by some external force, we fear that perhaps we're unlovable. And this fear response that we have inside our minds is automatic. It clicks. <gasps> what if I'm not good enough? What if I don't belong? What if, what if, what if? And the second that that fear response begins, the ego jumps in to save It does. It decides fight or fight. It makes it a bigger deal than perhaps what it actually needs to be. Instead of the saber-toothed tiger, we now have fear. And the ego is continuing to do a wonderful job. Thank you, ego. Even though, just quietly, when we put the ego aside for a second, we can probably consciously recognize that Really, I'm in no mortal danger if Bob next door doesn't like me. I'm in no physical peril if my body doesn't fit into the size 12 jeans that society tells me that it shouldn't fit into. Yet the ego is still there, ever present. Most of us don't know that the ego is even talking. As I said before, it's just this rattling of noise in our head that consumes us. In order for us to start getting a bit of a grasp on what the ego is even talking about, we need to slow down so we can listen to what's happening up here. So we can start to almost separate ourselves from our ego. The way that I like to explain this and what resonates really deeply for me is the difference between my ego and my soul. My ego runs around up here and my soul and my heart feels like it's in my body. Here in my beautiful body is where my soul expresses itself. Here in my beautiful mind is where my ego goes bananas when I try to express myself. You with me? So no, the ego isn't necessarily a bad thing. But when we are consumed by the ego, when the ego is running the show, it's likely that you're going to live a life that's full of fear, that's full of doubt. And that doubt and fear will continue to shrink yourself. It'll continue to shrink you until the world around you is absolutely tiny. In my experience of anxiety and depression, this is what it feels like. It feels like every single time I step out 
my ego comes in and says, no, don't. They may not like you. You will be overwhelmed. It's too much. You're too much. You're not enough. You're, you're all of these things. My ego jumps in really quickly. And so instead of going out into the world, instead of feeling courageous and adventurous, I shrink. I feel less than. I take myself away and I begin to hide. I know when my ego is talking, when I'm full of irrational fear. Some fear is good, don't you think? When you're gonna cross that road, not walk down that dark alley, that's a sense of fear. But the fear that holds you back from living your life, the fear that tries to convince you to stay small rather than to expand, is the fear of your ego. Most of the time, our fear is of the ego. Very rarely is our fear from an actual state of our own safety. If you're in a position where your own safety, physical and emotional, mental well-being safety, is at risk, then that fear is true, and please listen to it. If your fear is one that is self-deprecating, if your fear says awful things to you and tries to limit you in terms of the wonderful things that you'd like to do with your life, then it is not the fear of your soul. It's not the fear of your body. That's the fear of your ego talking. And all it's trying to do is to protect you. The ego plays a really useful role in our lives. Apart from keeping us safe, the ego keeps us on track with things. I like to think of the ego as the doing machine that's in our life. It gets us to work on time. It does all the things that I had mentioned earlier. It's very useful with keeping track and in time. It's a process-driven mechanism with inside of us and let's think about it if we were just like oh my god I'm just so in my heart and in my body and in my soul all the time and time doesn't matter and money doesn't matter and you know what if I'm late well then the boss just has to do with it because I'm in flow it's entirely irresponsible entirely irresponsible and if you want to go live a life that is wholehearted, I encourage you to do so. It also currently requires you to live in this world. It requires you to perhaps earn money, perhaps look after your children, pay the mortgage. There are responsibilities that we have in our lives. And living a life that completely denies the ego is only denying a really great tool. When I was 28, I learned how to roll skate. I had never put skates on my feet before in my life, and I decided to embark upon this somewhat crazy journey of learning this new skill. It took me years. And on many occasions, most of the occasions, and still to this day, when I strap those roller skates on my feet, my ego pipes up with fear. It's trying to protect me. And reasonably so, I could get hurt. I have been hurt. There are many instances where the ego would have stopped me from pursuing the things that I love in my life. But instead, I make a different decision. And here's the decision that I challenge you to make in your life. 
The ego is here for a purpose, and it's here to serve you, not the other way around. Imagine your life and your being to be a business, a company, and there is a CEO and a general manager and a CFO and all the bits that come in with a big company. Most of us are driven by the ego. Most of us have the CEO being our ego. And that's why we can't get anything done that's big and bold and courageous. Because really, the ego is afraid. And when that ego is in that CEO position, up so high, it gets overwhelmed. It freaks out. The ego was never meant to be in charge of our lives. The soul is the visionary of the company. The soul is the one that explodes with creativity and hope and wonder and courage and enthusiasm. But the soul isn't great at actually executing. The heart isn't wonderful at getting things done. But the ego is. The ego can be far more disciplined than the heart is. The heart is off running away. La, 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 la. The ego is more regimented than that. The only problem is with the ego is its position in our life. Whenever I'm afraid, because I'm about to go do something courageous, I understand that fear is there. Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, in her book Big Magic, talks about fear coming with her for the ride that she's on a road trip with her courage. She's on a road trip with her inspiration and her hope and her dreams and her heart. And fear always comes along, but it never gets to drive. So perhaps it's a matter of re-establishing where the ego is in your company that is you. Because if the ego is at the top in the CEO position, you will always be run by fear. But if it is your heart and your soul that's in charge, then you will be driven by courage and hope and love. I know that so many of us want to live a life that is big. That doesn't mean that you have to achieve really big things, but just that you want a life where your heart gets to be true and open and expansive. Cannot do that when the ego is in charge. Shuffle the order a little. The ego will actually begin to relax a lot more when it understands that your spirit, your soul, your heart is now driving the car. The ego doesn't know how to do that. It's too much for it. So next time you hear that oh-so-familiar voice in your head that's fearful about you doing something that's courageous, take a breath. Acknowledge the ego. Thank you, ego, for always trying to keep me safe. And then let it know that you've got this. You've got this. And that you're in charge. And hey, fear, hey, ego, we're going for a ride to my deepest courageous place. You're coming with me. Get in the back seat. You can't make any decisions. But I'm 
never going to die. This is how we begin to live that courageous, beautiful life. The place where our heart is in charge. And our ego plays the part that it was always meant to. As the general manager, doing the paperwork and keeping good time. Self-love, confidence, self-esteem isn't something that we inherently have. It's something that we learn and it's a skill that can be taught. So for more videos on how to love yourself, how to build your confidence, and how to tame your ego and the voices in your head, hit subscribe, hit like, and leave me a comment. Let me know what you think of this video. If you have any questions, or if there's any videos that you would like me to tackle, any topics that you'd love for me to talk about that happen to be something that's in your life, then let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Until then, allow your soul to be in charge and you eat.